Hey, how's it going this evening? Man, I am I am good. Uh, today is a day I feel like I've learned so much, man. I feel like I'm back in school, you know, breaking yeah. it down with Molly, the things we covered with, you know, enjoying yeah. the ride and so forth. Uh, but that's not even all, man. That was a, a feather in the cap. But you know who we got coming on tonight who, oh, when, we yeah. fir- when we first tracked her down, it, it's, you know, dreams come true, miracles come true. We put them into one amazing package. It's an honor. We've got a, a, a pro softballer analyst olympian i mean you can't you can't make this stuff up we've got tori vidalis yeah. coming on today and tonight so um yeah. it's it's one of the things where you have to pinch yourself and, and ask yourself if this is real but um it's a real thing so the the, the audience has been asking for it for a very long time and finally got a chance to work with her uh tracked her down very busy lady so we won't we won't waste her time it's our honor to bring on tori vidalis tori how you doing i'm good how are you guys we are doing great we are, I love we, the intro, I must say. <laughs> Tori, we, we could have said more. We, we only dropped a few bars because, again, you just you, your work speaks for itself. And just, yeah. like I said, a giant among giants, what you do for the sport to progress women's uh, athlete uh, athletics is just – it's just second to none. So and I do, we've got a few questions we kind of bounce back and forth on that we go through. And then after that, we'll have some fun. We'll give you those rapid questions. I didn't tell you about some open mic to preach and then we'll, uh, you know, kind of uh, wrap it up. Okay. So awesome. um, hit me. I'm ready. <laughs> so Tori, I love it. So again, taking a second pinch for myself, but when you're looking at softball, Tori, all together, Dick, taking it back to day one before Tori, the superstar, before the Olympics playing with New Mexico, before all that, when you're growing up, when, when did you first start playing softball? Well, I actually had a a little bit similar journey to a lot of girls that we see in softball now. I started playing t-ball with the boys, you know, when I was really young. Uh, I have an older brother. His name is Josh. And so um, he kind of, yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) So he went through, you know, the the baseball ranks and he started in t-ball. And it was great because, you know, my dad was able to help coach him. So when it was my turn to start, thankfully, I was a little bit more accelerated in my motor skills just because mm-hmm. I was around my older brother mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to do everything he was doing, of Ooh. course. Um, mm-hmm. So my mom actually got a chance to coach me. And so I started t-ball when I was about five, but I didn't actually start playing softball um, until I was about seven. So okay. right around seven. Well, and we know girls because we both have girls. Girls are better than boys, so the motor skills and all that. Period. So we get it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, right on top of that. So what we admit that. So you had a little chance to kind of compete with uh, Big Brother and kind of brought you into the ranks. And so you started off at a very young age. When you were doing that, were you playing? You know, like a lot of our athletes do. Were you doing soccer and other things at the same time too, or was it strictly you know baseball, softball? I was doing everything you could think of. I it's so funny that you bring that up because my mom actually just dropped off. Uh, a big white tub of all of these old pictures of myself and <laughs> I'm going through them and I'm looking at them. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot about all this stuff. I did anything from, you know, cheer to swim to basketball uh, track. Wow. I actually uh, had an opportunity to go to some like Hershey track event. That's really popular when you're young. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, back then I was a little quicker than I am today, <laughs> but <laughs> I we wasn't all, actually able to, 
Right, right. Um, I went, but I wasn't able to go because I had a softball tournament. So that was like the beginning for me. Like, oh, can't go. I have softball. <laughs> the the reality set in that you know, man, wow. I just I'm thinking about that too. And our girls can kind of grumble even now at this 16, 12 u, 14 u area where you know they might miss a birthday party here and there, you know, because of tournaments and all that. So um, oh, it's yeah. it's good to know that even the elite like yourself had to miss a oh. party or a thing or two. You know, <laughs> we all. I cannot tell you how many events I missed, but at the end of the day, you know, I look back and I'm like. Like, hey, I have a story to tell, and a lot of people yep. can't say the same. Yep. So it's a blessing mm-hmm. and a curse. <laughs> Man. Exactly. Like they say, you can regret some things, but they're outshadowed by the, the great that's come from it. Man, that's absolutely. Man, you're not going to remember those birthday parties when you're playing on national television and, hey. and a national championship, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Now every day is a party. That's the way I look at it. So well done. So this makes up for the this makes up for the Little Pony, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Dave, that's all you, man. Question two. Yeah. <laughs> With all those sports that you did, I mean, I'm sure you excelled at quite a few of them. What was it about softball that kind of resonated with you and made you want to just go ahead and take the ball on that and run with it? I think for me, it was never really a moment where I was just like, I love this sport more than all of the other ones. I think Mm -hmm. there was just something innate in me that was drawn to it. You know, like Mm -hmm. my family is a very big uh, softball, baseball family. My dad, uh, Johnny played at Texas Tech back in the Mm -hmm. day. My brother played at U of H. My mom actually played a little bit of everything, but played basketball at, at Blinn Junior College. So Oh, wow. We've always been around the game. And when, when Josh and I were actually born, uh, my parents were playing slow pitch. And mm-hmm. so we were practically raised at the fields. And so, <laughs> you know, we're behind their dugout trying to swing these adult bats and trying <laughs> to hit a wiffle ball with these big bats that are way too large for us. And, you know, we would just take turns. Actually, he would make me toss more than I got to hit, of course. <laughs> But, uh, you know, just hitting back and forth and learning and just being around the game and learning so much about it, it's really hard to just one day walk away and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, I I like this other one better. So I think always I knew that I had a special talent when it came to softball as well. Like it was very natural and easy for me because I had grown up doing it and I was around it and the IQ part came a little bit easy too because I was surrounded by the game and not only was I surrounded by it, I was surrounded by people that were better than me and understood the game and Mm -hmm. so you know we would be in the car on the way home from different events mostly practice but uh, my dad would quiz my brother and I on different situations you know we both grew up short stops and so um, knowing the game knowing the field knowing where you should be was always very critical in our uh, upbringing of like learning about the game and learning about our specific position so Mm -hmm. he would say you know runners at first and third the balls uh to your backhand where are you going Mm -hmm. with the ball and I would say okay I'm fielding it with an open foot and then pivoting and sidearm slot throw to third base you know and so uh, (laughs) as a 10 year old it's hard to think like that I had that much mental capacity about the game but it it really was my life yeah Yeah, it was my life and so I, I learned that part of the game. And so I think that's what really kept me around. But I, I really do deep in my heart love so many sports. Uh, in high school, I played volleyball. Um, in oh, fun fact, I was actually on the swim and dive team in high school. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I won districts in diving. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I won't tell you how many people were in the competition, but it was more than two. So, hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey. My mom's any, like, don't any tell how many people are in it. 
any championships a good championship. That's, hey, amen. Care who's amen watching? That's awesome. That's awesome. But no, yeah. And, but so you, you go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say that was really the story. It was, it was just in my DNA. I truly felt like I was supposed to be on the diamond from day yeah. one. Diamond in your DNA, and I think about amen. man, and just what I like about because we're you know we, we we're coaches, and hearing you break down plays, it's like you have that niche where everybody gets that. Like when you're, when you're calling out place or the casual viewer, you can tell that like, you probably grew up some of your first words, probably things that were sports related, right? I can already just, just tell, you know, so it was, oh, it, it was sure. destined Ball, to be, probably. <laughs> right. It's just destined to be. And so I, I think I know the answer to this one, but when we look into, um, when we look into, you know, influences and all that, whether it's pops or, you know, your brother playing, if you had to pick though, that person, even now your biggest uh, athletic influence, who would you say that is? I would definitely say my brother. And I think that's, it's very cliche. A lot of people say that, but you don't, I don't think you understand until you're a lot older, how much you truly are around your family and how much of yourself is inspired by them, whether it's purposely or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, your morals, the way you grow up, the way you want to play the game. For me, that was huge. My brother was a very tiny ball player, right? He, when he graduated high school, he was about five, seven, one thirty-five, soaking okay. wet with a rock in his hand. You know, he was tiny and I was already, you know, five, seven, like one seventy, one seventy-five. I weighed way more than him. Um, but it was something about the way he played the game that inspired me to want to leave the game better than I found it. And, mm. A lot of that was, you know, he was always hustling on and off the field. He, when he played, he looked about six foot, even though he was only five, seven, he was just fast. He was explosive. He was respectful. He was always looked at as a leader by his other teammates and the way they perceived him and the way they interacted him was something that I wanted to experience. And so, you know, even though our games were very different, he was very gap to gap hitter, grew up solely a middle infielder was very just athletic whereas me on the other hand I was more you know power brute strength um I was agile but I wasn't really fast um and then I eventually got moved to a corner so you know uh my our game started to become very different but it was always molded around those same things of you know make sure you're respecting the game you're not you know throwing your helmet around you're not leaving your glove flat you know create that pocket on your glove um always be respectful you know you never know what someone's going through at home this could be their escape you know that type of thing so my brother is definitely such such a huge huge part of my journey and it's funny now because we used to argue and bicker like fight like cat and dog but now you know when i go and visit him he actually lives in las vegas um i hear from all his friends and they're like oh so this is the most talented ball player in the vidalis family <laughs> and i <laughs> no. just laugh and they're like no you're, no seriously your brother tells us that all the time he's like you're the better athlete and i thought i would never hear those words coming out of his mouth but well, we agree too. I know. we agree too we talk about speed of the game all the time and again well, Dan and I both like again coach, and we have a baseball coach in our, our staff too. And I'm telling you, I think there is there's a non uh, there's a non negotiable extra step involved with softball, in my opinion. So I, I I think he's right. So and Tori, we've got to watch. I can't even tell you how many 
plays and, and that's the good thing about you being a superstar in this in this youtube phase man you, you there is plenty of data on you oh, and i think yeah. it's right <laughs> so, uh, plenty of plays and all that so definitely no question the uh we we feel that as well too this the better athlete it's a it's a dan and i have talked many times to her before he takes question four you're coming up into that uh, we say this to the, the the ladies we've had on prior to you you're in the middle of history you again playing with yeah. the olympic side and winning a championship and you know doing the work you do with analysts and all that you're growing up and you're you're coming about that part of history. You're helping um, women's sports get to that place. They should have been all along, in our opinion. Yeah, that's right. why we do this. But you're you're on that. You're literally the front runner of that. So that's got to make you feel some type of way, you knowing you're literally a flag bearer for history. I mean, how does that you know make you feel? Whether it's the Olympic or you just how does that make you feel? Just knowing that you're an ambassador for the sport, you know. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> deep crazy question. To, yeah, it's crazy to think about like now you know, being in my body the whole time, you don't see from the outside in, right? You, Uh you see inward and it's all projected. So like me, I'm going about my day, you know, training and doing all these things. And I don't realize like everything I'm doing is going to be able to be put back into that next generation. So um, for me, like realizing when I was their age, like these younger girls that may be listening to this, I remember being in sixth grade and finding pictures of the USA Olympic team back in 2008. And <laughs> those of you who are my age will understand, but uh, the pics, pics art and the photo bucket, mm-hmm. me and one of my old teammates, we would go and we would put all of these pictures into this photo bucket app or website back then. We would put like, you know, dream team. Um, uh, let's see, what would we put like? home run leader of the Olympics. Like we would just put all this crazy stuff like future Olympic member. And we would put it, you know, on our, prophetic on our Facebook, you know, like there's a reference Tori. (laughs) Right. And so, and so, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, you know, some of these girls really are looking up to our Olympic team, you know, the 2021 just entire Olympic rosters, all six teams and being like, that is a chance for me to do it. So it's it's crazy to think that I was there and I was playing in front of that many people, like the whole world was watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, when you're out on the field, it's just like, all right, let's get it done. Yeah. Like, I don't care who's watching, who's looking, but it's cool also to, for me to be able to step away and see it on the other side with college softball. You know, now that mm-hmm. I'm doing yep. analyst work and teaching the game to these people, I want to be able to share that knowledge and, that's truly why I got into analyst work is because I love talking about softball and I'm a very extroverted person. Mm -hmm. So I want to teach, you know, what are those nuances about the game that made that play game that made that play good, you know, not just, Mm. Oh, that was a great play, but why was it great? Let's break it down a little bit further and share that knowledge. And I I think from every aspect that you look at, no matter what my end goal is to left, leave this game better than I found it help that next generation and really just like pour into them and give everything I have because there is going to be one day where I'm not around to be able to to talk about it and um you know share that information but that that information is what gets shared down because we don't live forever but that knowledge does that's what I think that's going to be decades and decades and decades on the road Tori there's no question and before Dane takes question four we we are 
we want to be you when we grow up. I'm telling you right now. Like I said, we, I told you when we got, to, when I first got to really start connecting with you, like you said, there's no question. You, you love people when you can hear it and you love to get back to the game. And we do a, like a, a micro, like an nth of what you do. And we just, we love yeah. the, the way you present call the game. That's, it's knowledgeable. And it's like you have those casual fans or those, those softball or statisticians and you have a little something for everybody. So it's just, yeah. like I said, we, we, every time we get to hear you call something, we're, we're entertained. So, Dane, you want to take question four, man? Cause I, I don't know how to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even and even with that, with your analyzing the game and doing the broadcasting on it, you know, it's something that well, Josh and I, like he said, we're just in our infancy of doing that, and we don't have the knowledge, but we can watch you and learn, and mm-hmm. we yeah. can sit down with our daughters and learn the game through your eyes and yeah. how you break it down. So th- that's great for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Going, and going into 2023 here now, what are what do you see on the horizon for you? Uh, with softball, you know, uh, expanding, you know, the, the brand, game, your brand, the game yeah. doing, uh, are you doing a lot more broadcasting this year or, or, or is your schedule already set in that aspect of it? Uh, so I, I'm actually in a really great phase of life right now, just because the way, uh, you know, work softball off season is set up for me is really great. I have, um, the plan right now is to still do broadcasting. So that starts in February. I do some games with uh, A&M and mm. out of 12th Man Productions, which mm-hmm. lucky for me, I worked there in college. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm close with all of the, the full-timer staff. So the, And they know that I love calling games and it's great practice for me. And okay. it's pretty close. I'm, I'm in Houston right now. So I'm about an hour 30 away from College Station. Nice. And uh, so I'll start that. And then once conference starts around like, april mid-april we'll get in sec studio in charlotte so i fly back and forth every weekend from houston to charlotte and call i do about three if you need me and then make sure i'm prepped throughout the weekend or throughout the week for all of my shows and uh really just like prepping the matchups and talking about what i think is going to happen and Uh, do all that and then once uh softball season rolls around for me is in june Mm -hmm. um aux will be back again this year which is uh great for us and more softball for all the fans and then championship season for au will be in rosemont again and that'll be until about the end of august i think Mm -hmm. our last game is like august 28th or something like that and then Really just off-season doing some camps in the fall for sure. Um, Traveling, just getting to be with my family since the spring and summer is so busy. Uh, I actually just had a niece, uh, my brother, my baby. So thank you. I'm very excited. I visited her in December, so I got to meet her and see my brother be a dad, which is so crazy. (laughs) Man. Man, and so I know you mentioned AUX, and we're working on a, a little. We have one of the uh, the trainers from that, um, Alyssa. Uh, I, I think it's Razzo. We're working on her. So I, I, the schedule you've got, like you've got the, the dream job, like the, your entire. I just man, you lived it, played it, still teaching it, breathing it. That is just man. I 
I want to, I want to be you when I grow up, Tori. I mean it when I say it, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you know, that that's awesome. So no, just the, the breakdown, like you said, of kind of living in that, that, that good spot. I love all the things that are, are coming your way. Well-deserved, you know, before I, you know, we kind of transitioned into kind of a little fun segment. Um, I told you a little bit about it. It's rapid fire. These are silly questions, kind of things we do um, just to kind of pick your brain to kind of showcase your personality. Already, we already yeah. know that one, one of America's softball is just beloved, but just to kind of shed some light on things that maybe people wouldn't ask you on a regular broadcast if you will so yeah it's gonna it. work you'll say the first thing that comes to your mind you can't think about it you just gotta blurt it out just for fun okay so all right God, okay nervous. so you ready this, these are <laughs> okay so what type of music would be your theme song like what type like let me let me back up say what genre defines you of music oh r&b Okay. It's like, okay. you know, it's vibey, but it can be upbeat. It can be slow. It's just something for everything. I got you. What is the most irrational superstition you have? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, this is going to sound super silly, but I won't, well, I won't, I, before games, I won't eat bananas. Like, it's just something that I, <laughs> I won't do it. So I can, I can tell you the story, but it'll take hours. But what's one of your superstitions? <laughs> I think <laughs> that is I don't know if this is technically a superstition because I do it like every day in my life just because if not I feel crazy but my right sock has to go on before my left sock I like and if it. not if not like they have to be positioned right too the like, day's wrong <laughs> I love yeah, it like, so like when I was younger I used to put my socks on and then you know the line that goes across your toes yeah. I would yeah. pull my sock up and fold that over so I would put my my foot in my shoe with my sock folded over the top of my toes Okay. And to this day, my parents will be like, can I see your socks? And I'm like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no, not weird at all. I, I walk right. around house. You're totally normal. Hey, so. You know, whatever <laughs> works. Whatever works. I love it. So. Sorry, you cut out there. What is the what? I think we might have lost him. He cut out pretty good. Yeah, he did. Uh-oh. Dang, you there? Oh, there, there, oh, there we go. Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, I you heard. Cut out right yeah. The yeah, what is the weirdest food combination you enjoy? Like, uh, for example, we eat French fries and ice cream. It's something we do. Ooh, What's <laughs> so good? Um, I would say maybe pickles and takis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Very common, you know. I, I, it, I guess yeah. it's pretty common. <laughs> okay, two more. So, so two more. Okay. All These right. are kind of fan favorite returning questions. Zane, you're gonna chuckle. So, uh, who was your first celebrity crush as a kid? Oh, Justin Bieber. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, you know, I'll let, okay. and, and last question. Okay, last question, okay. So who would win in a free throw contest? Betty White or the grandma from Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, Betty White. <laughs> those are, purely, we love those. <laughs> on personality. Oh, I love White. it. I love right. it. Betty, Betty, Betty White, White has a, Betty White has a commanding lead. She does. Yes, yeah, does. she's she's four to one in, in, in the in the tournament. So we've been doing Betty White questions episode. So thank you again, Tori. That's just fun stuff. So Dan, I'll kind of pass that back to you for the more serious stuff. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, on this one, we call it uh, open mic, kind of a preaching section. Uh, our we started this to kind of help along, uh, you know, girls that are our daughter's age, you know, that kind of run the gamut from the ten u, twelve, all the way up to high school, college, and we just kind of ask the guest to give us maybe a little you know philosophy or two or kind of a nugget of knowledge 
that they can pass down to that next generation of softballers coming up yeah. to try to reach the level you've reached and, and enrich the game as much as you have. Would there be anything that you can kind of tell them that would kind of help them along? Yeah, I think, you know, something that has been coming up a lot, uh, cause we have these discussions as pros a lot, like more often than I think people realize. Uh, but just, you know, what would we share with people, younger girls, especially mm-hmm. now that are playing and even like, parents to look for um but something that always comes up for me is body awareness and i think Mm. we lose a lot of that body awareness when we start to introduce uh you know different drills different products different technology all of these things i think we 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 tend to get ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. in our progression of the game and you know for me what helped me with my body awareness when i was very young was my dad, we would sit in the cage and we would hit just front toss. We wouldn't do it off a tee. We would do it off front toss, very close, nothing serious. We weren't swinging really hard, but we would each ball, we would analyze what the ball was doing because mm-hmm. whatever the ball is doing, your body is telling a story of why that ball is moving the way it's moving. You know, if it's, <laughs> if you're a righty and you're, the ball is tailing, slicing away from you, it means, you know, you're probably pulling off a little bit too fast and not finishing through that extension on the outside half or, Um, you know, if your ball is just loopy up in the air, like high fly balls, you can't hit a line drive, you know, maybe your hands are dropping a little bit. So, and as you get better and better, you can see these small nuances of the ball and your body will be able to tell you what to do. And and body awareness is going to help you throughout this entire game. You know, how is my body positioned when I'm taking a forehand or when I'm taking a backhand or when I'm trying to hit in a situation, uh, situational hitting, Uh, you know there's so many different things and it's not it's not about the you know how hard can I hit this ball or how far can I hit this ball or you know how how good can I or how fast can I get this ball to first base you know for Mm -hmm. me it has always been about you know the one the love of the game to really truly enjoy what I'm doing because I think once you lose that spark and once you quit enjoying it 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 never feels quite the same Mm -hmm. um so to keep that in the forefront of things is just the joy of it and then two stop trying to worry about college Mm. everything will fall (laughs) into place if you truly if you love this game if you put your heart and soul into this game you practice you're a good teammate you focus on your grades you focus on literally everything but college college will fall into place and it doesn't mean it's going to be D1. And it doesn't mean it's going to be D2. Maybe it's an, a junior college opportunity. But let me tell you, there are so many people that would die to play college softball. Yep. And I didn't say D1 college softball, just college softball. We get so caught up in this, oh, who can go to the best school and get the most money and you know, do all these great things and get the most clout and have the most social media followers. But at the end of the day, like, what are you doing for the sport? Why are you yeah. here? Are you playing because you love it? Are you playing because you want to pass along information to the next generation? You know, there's so many whys in this game. And I just don't want people to play only because they want to go to college. Cause I think right. that's where we start to see a lot of people, you know, transfer portal is right. overwhelmingly large right now. Mm-hmm. And that is because a lot of these girls committed when they were in, in seventh, eighth, ninth grade, you know, and you don't know what you want at that age. So I, yeah. I will say that I love that they pushed it back the age. Yes, we do too. <laughs> just enjoy the game. 
enjoy I, the game and enjoy being young. You know, you, yeah. I wish I could go back and have that body that I used to play five games in a hundred degree weather. Yeah. And now <laughs> I play one game and I'm, I'm like exhausted. <laughs> I'm gassed. It, it's, it's Tori. It's crazy. Cause like what you're saying and it's neat, like at the, the top of the top, again, thinking about playing with the Olympics championship, what you're doing, the analyst work, like literally the pinnacle of the sport, like the ambassador, you're saying the things that like, it, know that what you're saying at the top and the best of the best it's good to know that we're kind of saying those same things to our 10 and 12 and 16 us hey look enjoy the yep. moment live live in the moment and, and the, the chips will fall where they may and it's very clear that definitely you had the skill set and you had the knowledge and you had the the game to back it up but you're yep. more worried about living in the moment and that's just it's actually refreshing to me knowing that it's not all yep. about what's next it's about what's right now you know and that's comforting oh, to absolutely. us so. enjoy yeah. enjoy the moment enjoy being young you know we talk about it all the time how we wish we could go back and mm-hmm. you know softball isn't life like softball is a part of our life and you know it's a big part of our life but at the end of the day you know I come home and I'm in my off season I'm like what what do I do what do I I enjoy you know and so I want these girls to realize like you can have a life outside of softball find those hobbies and that doing those outside things makes the game so much more fun because you get to take a break yeah. It's it's like it's like I guess and Corey I, I respect you and I appreciate you. you know you're busy all laying on this. It's almost like by not making softball the main thing, it allows it to be the main thing even more. And that's you know what I'm saying. So you're yeah. taking mm. a break from it, and it's yes. almost like don't you know you don't focus on what's right in front of you. So man, Tori, there's I I could literally I know how busy your 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 ramping up is. I could take four hours of your time. I'd feel bad doing it and just pick your brain about this and pick your brain about that. But I think the the Twitter version, if you will, as we call it, you know how this. <laughs> generation is just getting to take 30 minutes of somebody's time and have them listen to um just an, an ambassador and, and it's someone who can teach and again you're still in your prime that's the, that's the thing about this sport yeah, what i love definitely. is you can be in the prime of this which you are and have wow i just i wish i could get you to come coach our team for a day tori i just i would love that you know just <laughs> guest coach of the day so i would say this kind of in closing tori it has been my my joy dane and i in the audience to get to know you even better it would be, we've watched you play on film many many times and watched your analyst work and watched you call games but to just pick your brain and sit down this is i feel like i got christmas already early for 2023 I already got it in <laughs> january so tori we really appreciate you doing this yeah, and making time you know so of course thank you guys um, so much yes we hope that in the future again i know uh, obviously i know uh, with a schedule like yours uh hopefully in the in the in the days ahead we can have you on at some point the, the again the show continues to grow so we'd love to kind of maybe pick your pick your brain during another off-season event and whatnot and uh catch up with this sometime soon okay so absolutely awesome well tori again on behalf of dane and myself we appreciate you yep. we'll we'll get you back at it we'll be rooting for you all season long and all year long and we look to catch up again very soon okay so Thank you so much, guys. Awesome. I love it, man, Dane. So on what, man, what do you say, Dane? Like I, the, the knowledge of this, this lady, this, this athlete, this superstar, just this ambassador of the game. Like, is there anything you can't really say anything else? There's nothing to say. She just said it all, you know, you got to pick your jaw up after you hear something like that, you know, and and you tell those things to your kids and, and to hear it at that level, somebody that's accomplished so much and still is accomplishing that much more and spreading the word that she says, Hey, enjoy it enjoy yeah. it you know place play where it takes you have fun oh absolutely 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let me tell you, one thing about girls is we are stubborn. <laughs> yes, we love it. We're, Tori, our, we're, we're Our own dad's coach can't tell us, but if somebody else tells us, we're all in. <laughs> Man, well, Tori, uh, I will, I will, I don't know how else to land it besides thank you. Dane and I will, will give you back some time on your night. The audience says thank you. We'll, we might, uh, we have a few Q and A's at some point. We might throw on your page for it questions but we'll send them to you and just we hope in the near future tori after you have a little bit of a uh, maybe a down patch we can catch up again and, and have you on as a recurring guest okay so yeah sweet just text me uh, i'm pretty easily available through text so <laughs> i love it i noticed that so tori thank you again we'll get you back tonight and uh, we'll be in touch soon okay uh, awesome. nice thanks to meet again. you guys thanks again yes thanks that, that so was much. awesome man so dane i'm gonna end it on this dude because there's just there's just nothing else i can say besides i'm impressed and i'm amazed and um that was a bucket list item for me dane how about you yeah. oh yeah to have a, a pro wow. in, in every sense of the word in and that soaking up the knowledge and something you can pass down to your kids and something we need to hear as parents as well man she could i think she could have talked and and, and just and expanded the game in ways that we forgot you know so um yeah. i don't i will literally just end it on this that that was a that was a jaw dropper um i i learned more than than I, I don't even know, man. Just I, I'm speechless on that one. So that's going to go down as one of the best so far, Dane. Her knowledge, just the way Definitely. she can break it down to fluidity. Um, if you guys again watch her on, she calls A and M games, working with athletes unlimited. There's the list goes on of the accomplishments she's done. Uh, yeah. Played again for Team Mexico for the Olympics, and is just an amazing role model to these girls and a role model to anybody really. So uh, again, on behalf of Tori Vidalis and her, her her camp and her brand, uh, and uh, obviously all she's done already, uh, the Dane and Josh. So we are thrilled to have had her on and we hope you keep listening for the many, many episodes to come. And uh, don't forget that we love you. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night.